When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Friday the 23rd of July. You're listening to Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. As well as listening, you can also watch the show live. Talk Radio is now on your TV. Uh, Download the Talk Radio TV app or go to talkradio.tv for all the details on how to watch. Coming up, supermarket depot workers and suppliers will be exempt from quarantine as ministers try to avoid food shortages amid mounting pressure over the COVID pandemic. Meanwhile, sending hundreds of thousands of school children home because they had contact with another pupil with COVID was unnecessary and not Oxford Stussy has suggested they've concluded it would have been just as effective to keep them in class and conduct daily tests. Yes, like the rest of us were saying all that time. And the long-awaited Tokyo Olympics kicks off today, but there'll be no fans, just a handful of VIPs. Of course there will. Small parties of socially distanced athletes and protests, of course, outside the stadium. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Radio. Julia Hartley Brewer at breakfast on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley. I really appreciate you joining me. Lots to talk about this morning. Another beautiful, sunny, sweltering hot day. This on the day, well, yesterday today, most state schools are uh, going out. So millions and millions of uh, pupils uh, actually out of school and supposed to be out of school. Summer holidays. And many parents making that getaway uh, to the coast to various holidays. Uh, some, if they're lucky enough, jetting abroad. Uh, so there's going to be pandemonium on the roads pretty much all day, all weekend, no doubt. So good luck if you're Managing all of that. Maybe you're already making an early start. Try and get away and beat the traffic. Good luck with that as well. Lots to talk about, uh, particularly the pandemic, the critical workers, the vaccine passports. Absolutely extraordinary situation where Nadim Sahawi, uh, the vaccine deployment minister, yesterday actually confirming that yes, you will need your vaccine passport, not just for nightclubs. What a surprise. People like me said, oh, it won't just be for nightclubs. Don't go to nightclubs, not an issue. No, it's even going to be going to the cinema and uh, going to church or synagogue or mosque. Really? Well, we're going to be talking about all that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Tory party conference. So what a shame. Won't have to go this year. Uh, but we're going to be talking about all of that throughout the show. Lots of top guests, as per normal. Uh, and also joining us, not that he isn't also a top guest. I feel I, I should stress that. Uh, comedian Dave Chawner. Good morning to you, Dave. Good morning. Oh, it's a, do you know what? That matches the sunshine just outside my window, that sunshiny smell. I, I did think it sounded as if I was saying we have top guests and we have Dave Chawner, which I thought was a little bit rude to someone who's got up this early in the morning to chat to us all. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the pandemic. Um, some people are saying this is all a clever, cunning design by the government to keep us. We're out of lockdown, but we're actually making sure an awful lot of people are self-isolating. People who'd normally be out and about. It could be more than two million workers 
forced to uh, self-isolate by next week uh, on the basis of the growth of the numbers so far. Yesterday, we finally got a very belated list of critical workers who would be exempt from self-isolation. And it wasn't, you know, across the board, or if you work in a supermarket or a school or, or anything like that. It was very, very, very specific. You know, your, your, your job, you had to be related to national security or a major detrimental impact would result if you did not go to work. Um, so we're not looking at very many people. Business leaders have written a letter to the Prime Minister and signed a letter saying, look, we've got to sort this out and have far more exemptions. Um, do you think this is tenable to continue? Do you think this is a deliberate policy or do you think this is just yet another one of those accidental side effects of government policy? I, I think it, we obviously can't go on like this. Like one of my friends got uh, has been pinged, I think, four times. Say, uh, do they still now? have the app? And they've still got the app. Right. Can we talk about whether your friends need to delete the app at this point? <laughs> their workers asked them to. Uh, oh. Yeah, the workers asked them to keep the app. So we've named him Lord of the Pings because <laughs> I don't understand why like yeah i i don't have the app anymore i'm not you know i'm not proud to say it but i just why, why not I, I never had it i never understood the need for it i'd already had covid i didn't i didn't feel the need to get pinged well i i can now understand why people like jeff bezos and richard branson are trying to get into <laughs> space because they're the only people that are gonna get avoid getting contact traced it is just feeling like this is going to be a lockdown but yeah. through the back door and that's what's going to but yeah, but do you, do you think that's deliberate? I mean, I'm, I I always love. I mean, one of the things I love about conspiracy theorists um, is their absolute faith that 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 this government or any government of any country or indeed uh, any previous government in this country is capable of of pulling off anything so 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 cunning. <laughs> um, I, I know a lot of these people, uh, and um, I've known a lot of them for many years, and. They're not. Um, they're just not up to it. Um, it's always cock up and not conspiracy. And it's just, it suggests to me, given the reaction of business and given the reaction of many backbench MPs and even cabinet ministers who I speak to off the record, I mean, they're just tearing their hair out at all this stuff. Yeah, it does feel like at the moment it's not really capable leadership. It feels like someone who's writing the rules after an all-nighter wired on coffee powered simply by... Sorry, are you hope, talking about me know? today? And, <laughs> <laughs> there may or may not have been some post-lockdown celebrating this week. That's all I can say. We won't go any further than that. Well, I've got to say, I, I think that's a valid excuse because uh, my local pub is the only place that has got air conditioning. And I've been working from there for that reason. That's, that's your ex Has that excuse gone down well at home? <laughs> <laughs> not particularly when my girlfriend has sort of said you know wow you've been working until 11 every night this week you must be working very hard <laughs> yeah very unconvincing um but it isn't sustainable is it and particularly when we started seeing some shortages and some petrol forecourts closing we've got um you know, supermarket shelves and people start getting panicky and then they start panic buying and then you do get shortages etc etc we've got an ongoing issue with the fact that um with brexit that's actually really limited the number of uh cargo lorry drivers we can have working in this country and a lot of people are unable to to pass the you know the the, the restrictions to, to to do that so we've all, we already had that issue and then you're getting all these perfectly healthy people who may have had covid like me they're double jabbed uh, they're not ill they, they can test negative on a covid test and they're being forced to to self-isolate now it's all very well the prime minister and the chancellor doing their jobs from their homes and, and sitting on their laptops and of course it impinges on your ability to to communicate with people but you can still actually do your job if you're if you've got a laptopy kind of job but 
it seems to me, I've said this so many times in the last year, so many people making the decisions, whether they're the, the scientists on SAGE or whether they're the civil servants, um, don't understand that, that most people, and it's not some, most people actually have to go somewhere to do their job. Yeah, completely. And I think that is what is frustrating. It's always been, you know, there's always been this concern over like, do MPs actually know like what the price of milk is, how a normal person lives? Yeah. But now this has a very real impact on people's lives because yeah. if you can't go to your job for many places, you just can't work and you can't earn money. No, indeed. Well, we've got signatories. I mean, the Daily Mail have got a campaign. They've written a letter to the Prime Minister. A huge number of, of very well-known business people have, have signed up to this uh, um, across the board. Uh, we, you know, we've, we've got um, Chief Executive of Airlines and, uh, and, and Chief Executive Officer of UK Hospitality, um, the founder of Iceland, um, uh, Tim Martin of Weatherspoon and, and many John Holland Kay, the chief executive officer of Heathrow Airport, and many others. Uh, and they basically said, look, they believe that the, the self-isolation approach is going to close down the economy rather than opening it up and it's causing huge damage. Uh, and they say businesses are at risk of grinding to a halt. And they said that people who've been double vaccinated should be able to avoid having to self-isolate. Uh, they would instead have regular tests. Um, that is, that's what's going to happen on August the 16th anyway. So they're simply saying bringing it forward. Now, the government has repeatedly said they won't bring that date forward. But I mean, I understand the argument that more people would have been jabbed by then. But the only people who would have been jabbed by then would be people in their 20s and 30s who were at an infinitesimally small risk of COVID anyway. We know that the rates of COVID uh, infection in that age group is huge at the moment. It's the highest it's ever been. It's the highest rate of any age group it's been in this country in the last 16 months. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because we know that immunity is conferred by by having had COVID. Um, and if these people aren't getting ill and they've got very low risk of going to hospital and I mean, tiny risk of, of dying, um, it, I'm not entirely sure why everyone's so disturbed by this, to be honest with you. Well, the thing that disturbs me about that is I am not a scientist. Firstly, I don't know what I'm talking about, but... I did read somewhere that if they're unvaccinated, the more people that get it, that can lead to a mutation. Now, as no, I say, I'm is, not. Well, this is one of the things. But actually, that, they're the same people who are saying that that, um, that lockdowns will, will, will cause the virus to mutate in a more uh, deadly way. Um, I, I'm sorry, no, sorry. In, 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 coming out of lockdown, well, there, there are many, many different theories about these things. But the virus is going to do what the virus is going to do. We're going to have to just get used to it at some point. I couldn't agree more, but my concern is that a new mutation is going to be another reason for lockdown. Oh. I mean, we're in the middle of summer at the moment. You know what I mean? This is this is when things should have been good. And I just worry, what's going to happen in November? Well, well, there is that, isn't there? Well, well this is the crucial thing is actually when, when cases go up, when you get out of a lockdown, and we always knew they would because the whole point of a lockdown is to... Lockdowns don't stop cases they they delay them they just put them they put them into a different time period and and I, when it, and I don't know why anyone's surprised by cases going up at this point. They were always going to do that. Whenever you come out of lockdown, they were, they were, they were going to do this. And they were predicted by the SAGE models. We're still doing better than virtually all of their models. So, again, I don't know what the issue is there. Uh, why are people surprised by something they said they, they said was going to happen? Um, but the key thing is here is that, you, you know, it is a seasonal virus. But that means it's you know, different mutations will be more successful in different seasons. But we are going to have it now. We're better off having it now than in November. We will probably get another rise again in the autumn. Autumn. And then, of course, what a surprise. 
uh, they'll be saying, oh, we're, we're out of control again and we're going to have to lock down. I had a bet at a party last night um, uh, that Nadim Zahawi, the deployment minister, vaccine deployment minister, was there, uh, among many other um, uh, ministers, and um, who, you know, quite happy without them outdoors, but nevertheless, not a mask in sight. Um, remember, different rules for them and us and um, different advice. And I did have a bet with him that there would be another lockdown before the end of the year. He hesitated, but then accepted the bet. I I may have been a bit too drunk because the sum of money I bet for charity was rather more than I can afford. Um, and I'm hoping that I do actually have to give that sum of money to charity. Yeah, um, no, I'm hoping. Well, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in that situation. But and yet and yet, you know, I, I really hope that he does win the bet, which means we're not going to go into lockdown again. But I, I've got very little faith that isn't the case. We're told that this is the route out of it. Um, the test and trace, the pinging. Also, the vaccine passports are the route out. Um, the vaccine passports for nightclubs caused a lot of outrage among young people and, and, and people who believe in freedom, like myself. Other people kind of shrugged and went, well, you know, crowded people, crowded places, it's probably a good idea. And then, of course, yesterday we had it confirmed, as many would have expected, that it was going to be for places like cinemas. Tory party conference uh, will be anything, any mass event with a few thousand people will require it, including churches, synagogues and mosques. Um, what do you make of this? France has gone down this route for cafes, bars and restaurants as well. Um, Italy as well, 12 years plus, not just over 18s. We're told it's not cafes, bars and restaurants. I've no doubt at all that it will be eventually. Um, what do you make of the vaccine passport idea? The idea that you, you literally, no jab, no entry. I think that I, I wish people would just call it by what it is. And that's blackmail, you know, yeah. and it frustrates me that you know they've talked about these vaccine passports yet the common speaker sir lindsay hoyle said that uh, parliament will be exempt <laughs> thus leading to the mantra of 2021 do as i say not as i do and i think that actually the unrest and the frustration that people are i, I really hope people are waking up to the of like wh why are we following these rules when the MPs the rule setters are yeah. not following them themselves yeah. I mean even even the chamber of the house of commons MPs are allowed to the guidance is to wear a mask but you don't have to but the staff will have to wear a mask uh, it really upsets me when I'm seeing that this sort of them and us uh, we, we are seeing in mm. France I mean there's been absolute outcry the gilets jaunes types they're there really marching on the streets about the vaccine passports people are really upset about it um, extraordinarily though one of the key bits of that legislation they were trying to strike it out but they failed to in the last few days um it, it actually means you have to have a vaccine passport to go to a polling station and vote i mean we've got and we've got french presidential wow. elections next year limiting who can vote based on their medical records i'm i'm sorry it's 21st century western democracy across the channel doing that and i'm my god don't give us ideas i i find this utterly chilling yeah, well, it's like that classic phrase, isn't it? 1984 by Orwell was a warning, not a manual. And I do feel that when I hear it, I, I hadn't heard about the voting. That genuinely scares me. I'm really, really I'm amazed at the number of people who, who aren't scared by it. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.